0: From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is
1: Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbein.
0: And I'm Joey Lovato. Ben, you forgot the tagline.
1: Oh, hey, it's a media mixtape. What?
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, And we have our second guest on today.
1: We do, yeah. Second guest joining us today. It is the one, the only... uh, (laughs) You know what? I had this moment when I just looked at him and I was like... I'm blank. Am I gonna blank on his name, like right now? You know, it wasn't
0: even fun. We have no name on today, the the rapper.
2: Perfect, that's
1: me. I'm no name. What's up,
2: everyone? No,
0: uh, it's uh, Paul Marshall.
1: (laughs) Yep. Because I was also afraid I was gonna say Paul Mitchell, who is another person in this building, a professor Mm -hmm. in the building. But yes, Paul Marshall is on the program, everybody. Yes, thank
2: you for that WWE style intro. That was pretty good. (laughs) So uh, Paul and I are coworkers. We
0: both work up in the lab, and uh, you know, Paul is kind of always part of the post podcast recording discussions that we have every week it's uh, true because we go upstairs to the lab and uh we always just talk about kind of what we went over that Mm -hmm. week and And they always
1: come in really heated (laughs) last week we were really energized those of you that have just listened to last week's episode you're gonna know why last week's episode
0: was bollywood which was recorded like over a month ago
1: yeah but boggy Two. oh that we also we watched the the trailer for boggy Two. that's right so we had to go up and share it with paul yeah oh yeah all right. Fantastic. So um, this week's episode is about the Oscars. That's right. We're doing an Oscars episode. We thought we, you know, there have been some pretty passionate debates about what movies are, are or are not deserving of the Oscars up in the lab. So we thought we'd bring that heated discussion to the episode today.
0: And the, I think the movie that really like catalyzed this discussion is uh, the movie that won this year, which was Shape of Water.
1: Do we want to start? I guess we can start with this year. How do you feel, Paul? You want to start with yeah. The Shape of Water? Yeah, let's start with The Shape well, of Water.
0: Let's, let's Before we do that, actually, let's just say that this is not necessarily on this year's Oscars. It's on all of the Oscars up to this point. Um, and we're just talking about, we each brought two movies that we felt were snubbed and two movies that we feel um, probably shouldn't have won
2: or like are overrated. That's right.
0: So yeah, Shape of Water, Paul. How do you, how do you feel all about right.
2: it? <laughs> Here's my issue with Shape of Water. So it won Best Picture. It won Best Picture. It was visually pleasing. There is no doubt about that. The the graphic uh, effects and the practical effects amazing.
1: Agree. Yeah.
2: Now, hot take, Paul. What What is the criteria on actually winning a movie because the plot line was essentially the same plot line of E.
1: T. <laughs> <laughs> Except without fish sex. How 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 is it the same as E. T. All right, let's let's
2: think about the storyline of ET real quick. So, like, hey, uh, spoilers for Shape of Water, by the and way. E.T. And, and ET. <laughs> and ET. And
0: um,
2: uh, But before you get going, uh, yeah. ET, one of
0: my biggest fears. What? An alien showing up, or what? No, 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 no. Like the movie ET terrifies
2: me. <laughs> like someone putting on ET during a like. Yeah, it a scares party. me.
0: Um, I when I was little, I was really afraid of ET, and to this day, like, it scares me. Oh. I'm actually, really I, this, afraid
1: of E.T. I actually had the same thing with the Goonies with um, oh, yeah. uh, uh, what's uh sloth or whatever
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no yeah et genuinely scares huh. me yeah. i mean like not as much as it used to like right. about like every time i see if, even if i see him today i kind of flinch i'm like oh i don't like that <laughs> i
2: see uh anyway go ahead anyway plot line basic plot line of et there's an alien crashes onto earth kid finds him we got to get him we got to get him back to his people shape of water find this creature in a laboratory not being treated too well humanitarian who is also mute, uh, decides to try and save her f- friend.
1: Not return the fish man to his people, though. No, but just
2: kind
0: of. to f- the water. More yeah.
1: like Free Willy. Like yeah. free the whale. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Okay.
0: <laughs> Shape of water or Free Willy? Which one's better? Shape of water is
1: E.T. meets Free Willy. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a pretty good description. And the mute, and the little boy is a mute woman. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they have sex. Yeah, I just, I did so I I
0: really didn't, okay, so I think we've all seen Shape of Water. We have. I really hated that they had to explicitly explain how they had sex. I was just like, why, why is that
1: necessary? You know what? At least they didn't leave it unanswered, because some people would be like, how does that work? Yeah. No, you know that there would be people out there saying like, what do you mean that, what do you mean they had sex? How does that even work? You know? Yeah, but like.
0: I don't know. Just leave it up to the imagination or something. All
1: right. We're getting bogged down in the details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about The Shape of Water. Yep. So so just, just by way of, you know, we've got three people in the studio now. We can break ties yes. if there's a tie, right? Yeah. So, Paul, you are firmly on the side of not liking Shape of Water.
2: Not liking Shape of Water for Best Picture, yes.
0: Okay. Joey? Uh, I don't think Shape of Water deserved Best Picture, but not because the movie was necessarily bad. While I didn't enjoy the movie that much, like, I still liked it. You know, I wasn't like I loved the movie, but I liked the movie. But there are other movies this year that were way better than Shape of Water.
1: Uh, I would have to look at the list again. I don't. I, I can read it to I, you. Well, right now. I didn't, I, and here's the other thing. I used to watch pretty, you know, religiously. I would watch the all of the movies that were nominated, at least for best picture, if not, yeah. you know, animated short and short film and blah, blah, blah. This year, I did not. I've not. I've just, you know, as I've said before on the podcast, my movie consumption. I've had. I've got less and less patience for movies now, and so if I just, I just don't make the, you know, the 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 effort to go out and watch them. I'll, but do the list. Do uh, here, the list. Here's, real quick.
0: Here's the list for for this year. Let me rotate my microphone so I can see the computer screen. Um. So, Shape of Water, one best picture. Also, Call Me by Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. All right. Three Billboards, Ladybird, Dunkirk, Get Out, and Call Me By Your Name were all significantly better than Shape of Water. I did not see Phantom Thread or The Post or Darkest Hour.
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely think what should have won this year, based off my limited uh, collection, was three Billboards. I definitely...
1: I would say Three Billboards or Lady Bird for and me. I, and I have not seen Three Billboards yet.
2: I see. Did You, you saw Ladybird though.
1: Saw Lady Bird, saw Dunkirk, saw Get Out, saw whatever. Not Darkest Hour. I didn't yeah. see Phantom Thread, although, and I didn't even want to see Phantom Thread. And then I found out it was a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I've been so out of touch. So I was like, <laughs> now I have to see it because so big fan. So did you feel like
0: Lady Bird or any of the other movies deserved it over Shape of Water? I,
1: I mean, uh, po- possibly Dunkirk, but I think Dunkirk got its, its fair share of awards. Actually, I was kind of pleasantly surprised that it did.
0: I liked Dunkirk, but I thought it was a little overrated.
1: Right. Yeah, I also agree with that. I also agree with that. Um, Hold on, sorry. We're getting we're (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I want to say. Yes. I think that perhaps you guys are missing some of the broader, the the deeper meanings of The Shape of Water beyond just beyond just government, uh, you know, investigating fish man, uh, romance, et cetera. It wasn't that deep though.
0: It's not like a deep movie,
1: but I I, I want
2: to hear the deeper interpretation that you pulled away from it.
1: Okay, when was the movie set? Like the
2: like the was it like forties fifties? Yeah.
1: There you go. And what major event had just taken place? World War Two. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that and ushered in an era of what we know today as what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, war of words between the Soviet Union. Oh, uh, oh, the cold Cold War. Okay, the Cold sure. War, yep. right? And so. Who is it then that has... A- yeah, like the movie set during the Cold War. Okay, fine. So who is it that then has access to the fish man?
0: <laughs> the the, the, the United States. The
1: United States. And they are billing it or they're, they're sort of... Why are they trying to poke and prod this fish man to try and figure out what he's all about? So we can beat the Russians to it. Exactly. So they think he's what? A dangerous weapon...
0: Yeah, I mean, kind or, of, but they have, eventually they're just technologies. like... Or
1: unlock some yeah. technologies, et cetera, et cetera, right. right? Okay, fine. So, who is the other party trying to get the fishmen? Russia. The Russia, and they're working through rogue agents, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, now, so who are the... Uh, so, we we have literally the alien and the alien technology, Right. Uh, And then this is all going on. So, like, two global superpowers vying for control over this one thing, which is a very not-so-subtle nod to the Cold War, right? Yeah. Okay, fine. Now, who is it ultimately that is uh, trying to liberate uh, or—so, first of all, as Paul said, the humanitarian, right, who wants to not only understand and communicate with the person rather than just treat it as a threat, this would be— are the main character the the woman in the yeah. in the picture right. right okay fine so she's mute quite literally what does not talk have a voice right <laughs> okay right. okay 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 i see where you're going so with then this. in broader political debates about who and is and is not a threat literally aliens right Whose voices are being left out of that debate while the global superpowers sit around and try to decide what to do about aliens and things we don't really quite understand? The people. That's right. It's the people. The people that literally don't have a voice. In this case, a female characters. So not only women, but those people that are actually trying to help or see some other good side to what otherwise would be foreign.
2: Okay. And I feel that interpretation... might
1: drop. But here's... <laughs> But he, it, I just felt like it was too obvious the right, way that they the, did that. The execution <laughs> I is love how just, like,
0: after all of this, like, oh, like I'm actually right. changing my views on this movie, then you're just like, man, it still wasn't that good, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, um, no, it's not that, but, you know. Right, but the execution of it just seems so heavy-handed. Like, the guy who represents the, uh, the American idealistic 50 um, exceptionalism- By the way, like,
1: he's amazing. Arguably he, probably
0: the main character kind
1: of. We're talking about the badass the bad, the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, and what um gosh, what's his name because he was in um uh what's the Steve Buscemi 1920s gangster um uh series on HBO. Oh, uh, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man, he was so good in that too and like the, he's just so he's really good.
2: So anyway, Paul. But anyway, I just feel like that they're trying to like build this character almost a little heaven. heaven heavy hev- heavy, yeah. So he there's like a really odd scene that I think both Joe and I remember quite vividly, where he goes home, you know, mm-hmm. he's get he gets intimate with his wife. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um. He does everything not just a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent. He buys cars not because he actually likes the cars. He buys cars based off of what his peer group thinks of. He is the American man in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Keeping up with the Joneses. It was very right. much that it came out of the nineteen fifties and sixties. Right.
2: And it just feels a
1: little... Just like Revolutionary Road.
0: It, it, it's very ham-fisted, the way that they approach everything, I feel
1: like. And also, I, not was, only that, but Was like, it ham-fisted or was it done effectively? Ham-fisted. No. I, would, I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. So, now, granted... I, I Okay, fine. Let me... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y- you guys have said what you wanted to say about it. I'm going to say that I thought it was an effective movie. Plus, right... Um, uh, there were no subtleties in the movie. Is my problem, and I prefer subtlety
0: in my movies. That movie was not subtle. You can't tell me it's not, <laughs> right? You didn't
1: pick so, but this whole broader kind of geopolitical discussion about aliens not, but, okay, and, and silenced like, voices that's and interesting everything
0: else—interesting and like—and I think that they did that effectively, sure. But like, that doesn't mean that like it's one enjoyable and two. <laughs> How is it not? In, I mean. Okay, fine. All right. Not and, enjoyable. But, or but and two, the the bigger picture is like again, it's just it's so ham fisted the way it it, it, it spoon feeds you
1: these these things. These like Did it? Did you guys get those meanings? Well before I just walked no, through them?
0: But also like, okay, just because I missed those meanings, I don't know But, but because but, like but
1: that would seem to like kind of, you know, right. undercut your argument that it was too ham fisted and too obvious. Now I th- you know, certainly I thought that, like the metaphors were kind of right obvious, but that's what I don't I, that's think a I'm lot of people about. are taking those out of there. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm talking I about. I
2: won't take it as strong a stance as Joey, but I, I do agree. The first half of the movie, this movie is almost two entirely different movies, yeah, I want to say. Yeah, The first half of the movie that takes part of the laboratory that has the Russian and um, the, the, the U.S. meddling of like this creature is very interesting, and I really enjoyed that world that they were building in that part of time. But after they break um, Aquaman out, Uh, It it gets a little weird like comedy romance type of twist and I, I didn't really care for that half of the movie and I'm not sure if the metaphor continues to the end of the movie.
1: But see, there's where I think we would have to say like what the academy is looking for, right, right, because those are the uh, those are the classic elements of Hollywood movies. It has to be yeah, a love story, like, and La, so, but like La La, La Land, face, won, no, La La Land didn't win. That's right. On, on its face, that's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, on its face, it's a it's a romantic, uh, you know, it's a love story, right, right? yeah, right, between a fish man and a thing. But then you have to ask yourself why, like, what what's that about? That just like weird. You know, or like different people can like each other. Sure, if some yeah, people right. take that out, right. that that's meaning
0: kind out of, of the uh, movie. That's kind of the the, the that that I got.
1: Yeah, and and that's what I think. Probably, maybe a lot of people. And I'm not saying my interpretation is right. I don't. We could talk to um, Guillermo. Uh, Guillermo. Yeah. Exactly.
0: The, the, I feel like this movie was a uh, oops. Sorry, we didn't give you uh, Oscars for other things, Guillermo del Toro.
1: Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Oh now. boy. Because no, I 100% agree, and I began to lose faith in or or the. Let's see. The illusion that the Oscars are actually awarding the best every year yeah. was broken for me specifically around the year 2000. I've got them on my list here. All right. So we, and so we, we, can, can, start we can start talking about We can start talking about the list because we're Other
0: 14 things. minutes in and we've only done one movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> perfect. But, you know, some pretty hot takes on Anyway, that,
0: yeah, uh, I Anyway, like I said, I like Shape of Water. I really liked the aesthetic, the kind of the, the, the um, Art Deco style aesthetic that they were going for was awesome. Looked really um, good, But the story to me mm. was like, so like, it's like if someone tried to rewrite Catcher in the Rye today and they'd be like, look, isn't this still amazing? You're like, okay, but it's Catcher in the Rye. Like the original was great and now it's boring.
1: By the way, a lot of monsters in basements in Guillermo's movies, no? <laughs> oh yeah. Pan's Labyrinth, you yeah. got uh, Shape of Water, you got uh, Devil's Backbone, I mean, yeah. all these, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was my biggest problem. is just It just felt like a story that I've seen before, and it was done in like such a generic way. It just felt generic to me. That was the problem. And I'm not saying like any of the subtleties. Well, okay, there. Okay, and again, you can't.
1: You, no, you can't say gen, <laughs> it's generic because no, it what other movie? I mean, the story is generic. I'm not saying the
0: movie's generic. The what, story is generic. All
1: right, all right. We'll have to do another one on. Again, E.T. We'll meets E.T. On e. e. meets because... Free
0: Willy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Ben, what's your uh, what's your when when else? Okay, hold on. So I can't believe that this beat like three billboards and Ladybird.
1: Okay. I can't believe it. Fine. It's amazing I, yeah. to me. I'm okay with it. All right. You really you I, are? I haven't seen three billboards, so I don't know about three billboards. Mm, three billboards is so good.
0: Anyway, go ahead, Ben. What's your next? You in 2000, you lost faith in the Oscars because they in awarded 2000
1: I lost faith because for the award for best actress. Okay. Best actress that year went to Julia Roberts. Okay. For her portrayal of Erin Brockovich. Did you guys see this movie? No, what movie no. is this? No. What is it exactly? What but, movie? But if I well, hold on, just if I ask you who. So here's she beat Ellen Burstyn in Requiem for a Dream.
2: <laughs> wow. Really?
1: Ju- I'm 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 my eyes are wandering right now, just looking at both of them. So mm. I have to I have to remember to verbalize this. Ellen Burstyn's role. In Requiem for a Dream, her performance in that movie was amazing. And Julia Roberts Grant. So the reason Julia Roberts won is because she didn't win for Pretty Woman. So the uh, so the Academy finally came back around, and they're like, "Is is is Aaron Brockovich Julia Roberts's best performance? No, no, it's not." I know.
0: I don't I'm, like Julia Roberts at all.
1: Exactly, <laughs> I, and I'm and, and, and the next point of that is like, like I'm not even trying to elevate Julia Roberts right. to the level of you know. Ju- you know, uh, amazing actress, you know? Yeah,
0: no, she's not a very good actress, in my opinion. But she's...
1: She's, she's um, fine. She's America's sweetheart, you know? Quite yeah. quite literally. <laughs> right. See what yeah, I did there? Yeah. There's hey, a movie got nice. okay.
2: But yeah, the, the acting in Requiem for a Dream is absolute top-notch. There is no debate about that.
0: I would say the acting in that movie is good. That movie's hard for me to watch. It should be. Well, yeah, yeah it's, hard, it's a hard
1: pill to swallow. I, <sighs> Nicely oh, done, Paul. Nice. Look at you. First but, time on the podcast.
0: <laughs> Come with the puns. Um, yeah, I, I think that Requiem for a Dream is not enjoyable. <laughs> but I don't think it should be. I'm not saying that it's bad or anything. I'm just saying like it's not a movie that I particularly enjoy. I think that they got their message across well, but I think that there are other ways that they could also do that that would maybe be more enjoyable. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. How? I'm digging myself into a hole here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's a hard one.
0: I mean, I don't like that movie because it's hard uh, right, to watch, right, but right. I also don't like scary movies.
1: Speaking of hard to watch and uh the year 2000. Oh no. How about Gladiator winning best picture that year? What
0: did it beat? That's what I want to know. What 2000?
1: Two, I'll just give you Now granted, you know, some years as we were as I was looking back and maybe mm-hmm. as Joey was looking back and Paul oh, it was beat looking cr- back.
0: Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon should have beat that.
1: That's what I'm thinking. I thought right. Crouching Tiger should have beat the movie beaten Gladiator. Um, but you know, looking back across the years, hey, at least Aaron Brockovich s- didn't win that year. <laughs> Aaron Brockovich was also nominated for Best Picture. Now, granted, I, I don't even—I've never even heard of this. Movie. Aaron Brockovich is like a. She led a campaign against, uh, I think it was like environmental, oh, okay, um, oh. uh, waste or something. And she was, you know, her family was being affected, so she led this charge against the company that was uh, dumping something or other. So it was okay. kind of environmental activism kind of thing. And she was totally under underappreciated. Her story was basically gone, and then they uncovered her story it's
0: apparently still underappreciated because i've never <laughs> yeah yeah nice. now, now
1: granted the, the, you know absolutely nothing wrong with the story we're just basically specifically talking about you know best picture nominees right, best right. actress i I don't know you know whatever. okay um anyway so gladiator won that year and i think 2000 i think that was probably the year that everything was just like yeah no I, i'm I, uh, I, I, choc- I i've never
0: heard of the movie chocolate
1: you mean chocolat? <laughs> uh, is
0: it a I mean, French film? Also, uh, Traffic was up for the Best Picture that year. So, can uh, we have you seen
1: Traffic? Um, have I? I don't even know. I have not. Traffic's another one I got a real bone to pick with. I, I know what Traffic is, but I don't know if I've seen it. I did not like it. People thought it was so amazing that they filmed the movie in three different hues. So they had yeah. like a yellow, yellow and blue, and everything. I was like, oh look, it's so creative. <laughs> it's so ham fisted. Stop it. Traffic actually links <laughs> to another one. Stamp. Uh, traffic actually links to another one. I'll go 2005. Sorry, I'm just going through my list because yeah, sure, why that's not? Fine. Overrated. Crash.
0: Oh, is that the one where? It, okay, is that the one where it ends with 9/11? No, that's incredibly no. loud and super close. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, what is Crash?
1: Crash is another one of these stories where you have like the lives of like they're like five different stories all happening, and they all kind of crash into nice. one another. They all intersect in some way, and they're all affected by you know some event. I can't even remember Like Ben Affleck's in it or something. It's it's it's. I didn't like it. It's horrible. I thought it was overrated.
0: Oh. Oh, oh I know, Crash. I know By Crash. the way, sorry. Yeah. So let's just talk about wait, no, what... No, no, wait, let me talk about Crash for a second. Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> <All right. laughs> S- sick burn, no,
1: John. I or was have... that more of a hot take? Uh,
0: uh, I have I have honestly I have no opinion on that movie. It's been like I saw it when it came out and like I don't remember it because <laughs> I didn't I didn't care about it. I think oh. I was like I think I was like making Re- dinner while I watched it. Real quick,
2: it. how old were you in two thousand five? Two thousand uh um Math ninety (laughs) four,
0: so I was eleven. Okay. So I think I watched. You had
2: those hot takes at eleven.
0: Oh, God, I just I don't think I watched it for like a while. But then like I I have seen it while I was like making dinner. I think like when I was like living in Australia or something. And like I just remember like not caring.
1: But I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. So Crash beat, um, Brokeback Mountain. Really? Which you're familiar with? Yeah. Uh, It beat Capote. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It also beat Good Night, Good Luck. I don't know that movie. I don't Um, know that one either. Whoa. All right. So first of all, you guys are well. Paul, you're not technically a journalism student. No. Yeah. No. Paul's not at all. Paul's a computer guy. He's into the tech. <laughs> and blockchain. But chain. Joey is and blockchain, blockchain technology. Uh, Joey, if you don't know, good night, li- good night, and good luck. I'm going to put that on on just a, a a professional recommendation list for you because it's all about Edward R. Murrow. Oh, okay. And starring David Stratham. Anti-communism and stuff like that. Yeah, his McCarthy stuff. Okay, exactly. But it's it's really good. So his ta- his sign off was always "Good night and good luck."
0: Oh, oh, was, oh yeah yeah heard yeah. Of this guy. yeah.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: really good.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that was a movie. I really yeah. didn't. Um, okay, uh, is that your list? Is that
1: everything? Oh, I've got more. But you let's, guys go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, me, Paul, go ahead. We haven't heard. From okay, you. <laughs> so other than Shape of Water.
2: So ju- just a little disclosure up front. I re- have a really big soft spot for sci fi movies, and. The rate that they get done well has been increasing, but it's still far and few between. And uh, one year, Arrival was nominated. Now, I don't know
1: if either of you have seen Arrival. I have. I don't think I have. Is this the one with- You haven't um, seen Arrival? I don't think so. Well, wait. Now. It's not the arrival you're talking about. Uh, I saw I've seen another movie, The Arrival, oh. starring Charlie Sheen, I believe, <laughs> from the 1990s. Probably, probably I think really it's called different. The Arrival. Nice. Joey, I'm gonna have to get you on the computer to look that up real uh, quick. Right, the Arrival. Right. But anyways, you're
3: talking about right. with um, Amy Adams. 80, a, yeah, yep. Amy Adams. Yep.
2: Okay. Yep. Um, arrival just is, 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 is good sci-fi movie to me. Not only introduces a very different world that is typically alien in most different senses. Um, but it also introduces concepts that challenges most concepts that we would consider human, right? I, I, I think most good sci-fi movies have you, has you coming away from it like, what did I just watch? Is my perception like wrong? Um, and Arrival is just one of those movies that did it for me.
0: I watched Arrival twice. I've seen it twice. I didn't okay. like it very much the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more the second time I watched it. Um, I don't think it was snubbed, though. I think it was a good movie. That what was what did it? What beat it? That's again. Uh, that's Moonlight kind of won the, that year. Well, Moonlight's a great movie, though. Yeah, uh, wait, w- great. Wasn't it La La Land? <laughs> um, yeah,
3: that's right. That was the, but, nicely done.
2: Um, I definitely agree that my biases are probably shining through pretty. pretty well, that's fair. I mean, like year. you're
0: allowed to have like that's the point of movies, right? Have a bias. Yes. <laughs>
2: um but yeah i definitely if uh if you, if think it was you haven't seen arrival it, it deals with the concept of time and language and how time can be can conceived through language
0: yeah it just talks about yeah like how you can yeah how you conceive things have you seen it ben i haven't seen it oh okay mm-hmm. that's right you said that no, Charlie um, i saw
1: the old yep. the night wow, the, okay, the, the arrival nineteen ninety six. the
0: way, I, if just just look up the arrival on wikipedia 1996 yeah it <laughs> I have no words anyway. actually you know
1: what I remember from that movie the one thing I remember is like when when the alien when the aliens reveal themselves the way you find out is like this human it's like a, in a human form I think and then um the kneecaps like invert because their their <laughs> yeah. kneecaps are actually the other way so this human's like and I you know that's just a scene that sticks with you a little bit but okay. really bad cgi in, in the arrival it looks, it looks really bad
0: um yeah I think arrival I, I thought Arrival was a little overrated, actually. But really? It got a lot of praise from what I remember from that year. Um, and I thought I was like, oh, this is good. Uh, I had read the short story. Oh, really? Um, and I think that the on, this, is, this might be a hot take. I think that the movie was actually better than the short story. Mm. Um, it was a little more engaging and t- told it in a little bit more of an effective manner. Um, I still, I don't know. It just never grabbed me, I think, because it, it was a little slow. It, yeah, it, it was and real I, slow. I won't
2: contend that most most good sci fi movies I definitely feel have a very slow build up to the point that they're making.
0: Yeah, we had a long discussion about the current sci fi movie, um, 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 Annihilation. Yeah, and we don't need to get into that right now, nope. but
1: <laughs> I have, yeah, I've not seen that either. The movie's but too small. What's uh, what's the see that like I feel like, um, though Arrival came out, there has been like a, a run of like kind of no, major ex- sci ex- fi movies. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, one that, that's commonly cited. That's great. It's a great movie, but like not like the major sci-fi that I'm talking about. I'm talking right. about like, you know, like Matt Damon in oh. The Martian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh also uh, Interstellar. Interstellar, which was awesome. like 4 hours long, right. but like, you know, still felt <laughs> uh, okay.
0: I love Interstellar because I saw it in, in IMAX and when the rocket takes off and you're sitting in an IMAX theater, it was like the coolest thing. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: You know what I kind of felt like? So, um actually Interstellar has this whole take on also time and space. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kind of fourth dimension stuff. And then there's this kind of strange way that they, um, they portray that. I think it was done really well without spoon feeding the audience, you know, and trying to get them into that other headspace. But it reminded me a little bit of, um, did you guys ever see contact with Jodie Foster? Yeah. Yeah, No, but I've been meaning to. So it's, it's one of those that I, I think like it still holds up the thing that, that, um, so it still, I think it still holds up pretty well, uh, and that was one of those movies that I watched when I was younger that took me into that headspace right. of like time space being warped, yeah. and I really you could like Jodie Foster. Else.
0: Literally, like Who anything, does it? yeah, like anything Jodie Foster right. is great.
1: <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, there's a there's a pop punk band called Darlington, okay. and they have a song called Jodie Foster, so oh, you should okay. probably check nice. that out.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say that, like, that, that that Contact is, like, more of, like, a, like, spiritual think piece than it is a sci-fi movie. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I don't think so. I okay. mean, one of the things that it does have, it it does have this kind of, like, I don't know, I guess, you know, the Hollywoodish kind of charm behind it. Because it's a relationship between a mother and a daughter, or a father and a daughter yeah. as well, which happens, but, but like, you know the science and the kind of like radio waves and, and intercepting okay. radio transmissions. It, it, and right. it's,
0: it's, it, it was like a movie made for the generation that grew up on the X Files. But like in a but no, and that's, a, that's, that's that's not a negative because it's it's better than the X Files. It is, but I think it was. Well, but you, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: I'm you know, listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, you're getting into you're getting into some territory because uh, yeah. you're right. Um it was certainly of the same generation of the X Files. Early X Files was great. X Files is a good yeah, show. Yeah, there was a lot of different eras
3: of X Files. Yeah, and yeah. even
1: now, like it's still doing really well.
2: Yeah. I think. Yeah, there was a uh, reboot
3: recently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, okay. Uh Paul. Uh, next movie that I want to talk about was uh Birdman did Not deserve uh, it. I think we all share that. I have a lot of oh, maybe say. I, I don't think Man. Ben does. I
1: do not share that as that's well. Right, that's I'll right. be another contrarian here.
2: Do you think Birdman is
0: good? Sure, yeah. I thought it was good. I also think it's good. But I don't like the boo hoop. I, okay, I hate that director. Um, What's his name? He also did The Revenant. Which, uh, whoa, Revenant, so overrated. Revenant, no, Revenant. disagree. Wow.
1: Disagree. Reven, what? Revenant was amazing. Wait, the Revenant think terrible. Do you think Revenant's Revenant's Revenant? Amazing. Do you
2: think Leonardo DiCaprio, that was the movie he should have got it for? No. Yes, yes,
1: because he hadn't gotten it. But You know what I mean? Because because now I understand. You're you're part of the machine. But no, but it's because I finally understand that that's not what the Oscars are about. The Oscars are simply about... Hollywood glorifying itself to draw attention to its films so that more and more people watch them and so that those people that make the films and those people that are in the films can feel good about themselves fine. I'm sorry if that sounds like economically crass. No, no, no. Well, let's get into it about this. Like outside of movies. The purpose of award shows or any sort of, I mean, granted, that's what it is economically right well and i I hear critically we can talk about it but like i i don't think we should put our trust in the oscars to to tell us what is is and is not a good movie i agree with that and even the most deserving of that year
0: i I totally agree with that and i think that kind of (laughs) we're kind of we are as a whole right now we are part of the machine because part of the oscars is to get people to talk about movies uh which is basically free advertising for them right um and that's what we're doing (laughs) we're talking about movies Mm -hmm. um the uh, yeah, the Oscars are an award show just based off of like Hollywood like patting itself on the back.
1: Yeah, but I also think that Guillermo del Toro like he deserved yeah he deserves an Oscar like he you does know,
0: deserve an Oscar. Does he deserve an Oscar for Shape of Water? I don't think so because there are other movies against it that were better. Is that the reality that happened? But, no. Yeah, they can't. Right.
1: I mean, that's the thing. They, they can't, can't
2: go, go back. back in time and right. give it. But yeah, Guillermo del Toro has put out some amazing movies. It's mm-hmm. just sad that this this is what he went for. <laughs> well, and it also bothers me because he
0: won for both best director and best picture. And the Revenant was uh, Innuendo, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so I hate Innuendo. I can't stand it. As Very movie. stylistic. Oh my gosh! Movie. What, why? A lot of dedication uh, in that movie.
1: Though. What about Children of Men? Didn't he do Children of Men too? Or is that uh, Cuaron? Uh, There's three of them, right? So this is like kind of the uh, that new like well whatever they call it the new, but it was like that the kind of three-headed uh latin american film director movement that came in and so all three of them have have really done really good movies yeah um Uh, yeah okay so he did Babel with brad pitt which is not a good movie Babel was the first one that got a lot of attention
0: yeah that's not a good movie um the revenants he did not do um children of men so that was quadron yeah Uh, okay so birdman is overrated because <laughs> so that's what you said and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. it We're just jumping. just okay. turned into screaming I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah no birdman okay birdman i don't think is a bad movie i don't um but my problem with my biggest problem with birdman is that it's really really whiny it's it's it is yeah. it is criticized it's like oh how can you critics and like like the way it portrays critics i think is ridiculous
2: And here's where I I think Joey and I are more along the lines of uh, analyzing, like, a movie face value. Here's the story. And me personally, uh, probably out of you two, I disagree with a lot of these stylistic movies. Um, While I do have appreciation for The Revenant, and I do have appreciation of the one tracking shot of Birdman, I just don't don't believe that's where we should be giving the technical um, or the best picture to because of these... uh, impressive technology feats
0: i don't even know if it won best picture because of those impressive technological feats though i think it won best picture because it was like making a point about like the system man and <laughs> that that's the system comma man <laughs> but um i i i don't think that its message is necessarily like grounded in a reality oh reginald
1: i disagree all right mm-hmm that's a Family Guy reference. Sorry. I don't. Is it like drive-by guy. disagreement or something? It, like, oh, rolls down the uh, window. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I seen that. <laughs> I disagree. Anyways, uh, no, I think that Best Picture, mm-hmm. at least in theory, mm-hmm. is supposed to take into account all of those things. Right. Direction, uh, technical excellence, yes. uh, acting and, act you know, It takes in everything. It
0: doesn't just take in one aspect. Right.
1: Exactly. So I think it's all that. I don't think they really pay attention to the fact that it's just like about the system, man, or that it's like technically kind of interesting to have a panning shot because other movies have done that before, right? Right. Uh, but I think that the, everything kind of came together in that also, by the way... The, the, the best part about that movie is Michael Keaton. Well, but I also, you know, here's the, the other part of this, right? So I think that... There was the script, right? Michael Keaton was perfect for it. Everything came together at the right moment to get Michael Keaton his Best Actor award because I believe he won Best Actor as well Which for that. I think
0: he probably does deserve Best Actor for that movie, in my and, opinion.
1: And I think that... You know, uh, they worked with Keaton to kind of like, he is that character, right? Like, he's, yeah, like that's him. And and, right. and I think everything worked very well because of all those elements. It was technically nice, right. uh, uh, shot really effectively, directed well. And especially because I feel like there were changes that were made. I don't know this for sure, but you know, to specifically have uh, Keaton just be Keaton.
0: Yeah. And that's fine. I just think that, like, I don't know, Birdman. It just it feels so whiny, and that's that's kind of the the bottom line for me, which I really bothers me about that movie. Is it feels like, oh, boohoo, Hollywood has it hard because of critics, and like I, I really hate the way critics are portrayed in that movie. And like I said, I don't think that critics are always in the right. I don't. I, I think that a lot of times they're not. But ironically, we're all being critical of <laughs> movies. But 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 what I what I think the problem is with that movie is that it's just like. Look how evil they are. Look how hard it is for us actors. And, like, boo-hoo. And, like, yeah, it is hard to be an actor. But, like, when you're fucking Hollywood... Oh, I, I'll have to beep that out. Fam-
1: Family-friendly show here.
0: <laughs> uh, when you're when you're a... Uh, <laughs> Getting
1: riled up today on residual culture.
0: Um, put a mark in there to beep that out. <laughs> All right.
1: Anyways, so, here, he, well, to your point about um, films being rewarded for their message, I do think that that happens. And I'll give you another example. Mm-hmm. Spotlight winning best picture. Uh-oh, this is heresy because I'm a journalism professor I and I'm speaking Spotlight. these words in the building, in the nice. Reynolds School of Journalism. I love Spotlight. But here, but here's what I'll say. Spotlight, really good movie. Don't get me wrong. Really good acting. Everything is fine. But you know what the best picture of that year was? Mad Max. Fury oh, Road. Oh, boy.
3: And believe- The Revenant.
1: And The Revenant was even better. Oh, From man. I have so many things to say. (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Oh, man.
0: Okay. Mad Max is a great movie. Put that out there. The new Mad Max is a great movie. The old Mad Maxes suck. We're not even going to get into it. All right. We're not even going to get into it. There
2: is some bad blood
1: between these two. About Mad Mad Max. Max. That I
2: witnessed. Yeah. Anyway. You know
1: what? Poll. Poll time. Is the original Uh, Mad Max a good movie or a bad movie? If you are on Team Ben, the original Mad Max is a good movie. You're on Team Joey, the original Mad Max sucks.
0: Yeah. We're not even gonna get into it. Um, the new Mad Max is great. It really is. It's really, really good. It's really good. Uh, the Revenant is terrible. Um, False. <laughs> the Revenant is Gravity, but take it place in the 1800s, which Gravity
1: also sucks.
2: So
0: watching how, the
1: Revenant, how, what what <laughs> okay, what
2: watching the Revenant, I I I do feel decently bored. The shots are beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Beautiful gonna... movie. Um, and that's it.
0: And there's I've...
1: a bear attack. Yes, and cool. that and that's what wow. happens.
0: Wow! How cool!
1: Amazing! Cool. Uh, <laughs> There's a bear. But I have that, learned about the process
2: of like who, who, the director who went through this movie yeah, and the yeah. shooting for all of this is d- nothing short of like awesome. To like hear that story and the dedication that went into this movie, I totally agree. That's dedication. I homes. totally agree. Does that um, make
0: it a good movie? No. And that yes, l- that's
2: where that, I would dis- disagree. That, that movie's I mean, long. Yes.
0: It's uninteresting because it's. No. It's 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 so unrealistic. It's so no, no yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's non-stop. This man goes through a million horrible things that happen to him, and he somehow amazingly gets out of it every time. It's the same as gravity, right? This gravity, the, like like the space station gets destroyed. I'm I'm so worked up right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joey can't even get his argument out. Oh. I've poked him way too much. <laughs>
0: um, so many thoughts. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, so the revenant. We're we're like so off topic from what we're supposed to. No, start we're talking with. about Oscar yeah.
1: movies. This was nominated for an Oscar yeah. 2015. Spotlight won. Mad Max lost. The Revenant lost. Okay, okay. There's still one more year on my list too. Oh my no, god. No, two two more years. I on haven't
0: list. even brought up a movie yet. Why don't you
1: bring one up? Let's yeah. just <laughs> let's hear Joey's ideal movie. Since you're feeling bad over there, Joey, why, <laughs> why, why don't
3: you? Go, <laughs> I'm
0: why not feeling bad. I just the Revenant is. Okay, hold on. Let me talk about the Revenant. Oh, the Revenant is unrealistic. It's really unrealistic. For you. For me,
2: okay. For young boys,
1: <laughs> for the millennial. No,
0: but I think the, like the Revenant is like the Revenant could have been cool. I was so on board with the Revenant until the bear attack happened. That's it could like... have been a really interesting movie about like this guy's redemption of his son, dealing with Native Americans. He ne- they, they, like they only portray Native Americans as like these like literal savages in the movie. No, they do.
1: No, they don't. Yeah, they do. I, I, I mean, you know, you, people could certainly have that take, right? Uh, I but think. I, I don't. I think that you know, given the efforts that went into actively work in collaboration with Native tribes to make the movie, I don't necessarily think that's true. Now, that's been done in the past for sure, and maybe some people will still have a problem with the way that Native Americans were portrayed in the Revenant, but that's. On them, right? I mean, okay. at least there was an effort made to work in collaboration with. Yeah, that's fair. I, I,
0: I, so there's that, and like, I just don't like. My again, my biggest problem is just it's like, he gets you know shot with an arrow or whatever. It, it sounds all, awesome. It all blended together for me because it was so uninteresting. He genuinely. Falls,
1: falls, gets shot with an arrow, falls, falls into in a water, river, like, fix, gets attacked by a bear, amazingly,
0: like, oh, he like has finds, a son
1: kidnapped. Has a son kidnapped?
0: Like, oh, okay, but like he's like bleeding out through his throat and cauterizes it. That's so unrealistic. That's so ridiculous. That's so beyond reality.
1: Sounds hardcore, bro. Sounds like a little <laughs> movie magic to me.
0: Oh, it's so, no, it's, I don't know. I can't stand that movie, actually. It's not a documentary, Joey. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, but, it, <laughs> but it, like, okay, I don't know. It's, it's He has superpowers in that movie. He's literally Superman, which All right, like, okay, if you're trying fine. to like- Wait, wait, wait it, a
1: second. Oh, back up, back up. You liked Mad Max, right? Yeah, but,
0: <laughs> but, Mad, but Mad, Max takes, Mad Max takes the point that it's like not in a realistic universe. The The Revenant is in a realistic universe. They're trying to say that right. it's like a real movie. This is a real thing that could have happened. No way. There's no way that would have ever happened. And it takes me out
1: of the movie. Maybe, maybe, maybe it could. Oh, I have some. Okay, right. I'm done with okay. it. I'm done. I'm done with the Revenant. Perfect. It's just a little flesh wound. What, Joey? Ah. You know. All right.
2: What's Joey's favorite movie? All right. Give. Yeah. Let's let's. My favorite just movie up. is
0: The Grand Budapest Hotel.
2: Okay, is that on your list? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was nominated, though, right? Yeah, For best it was picture. nominated. Yeah, yeah it didn't win. That's fine. I'm okay with that.
0: Would you, um, is that on your snubbed list? No, I don't think so. I don't think it deserved Best Picture. Okay, it's my favorite it's movie. Just a personal, it's just okay. personal. yeah, personally, I love that movie, but I don't think it's deserving of any more or less praise than it has. I think it has the perfect amount of praise. I wow. really do.
1: How do you feel about the Hurt Locker, two thousand nine?
0: So that's on my list. All
1: right, let's talk about uh, Hurt
0: Locker. I don't like I, one Best Picture. I don't think it deserved it. Uh, again, for almost the same reason as the Revenant, in like, and maybe this is like some holdup that I have, but I can't stand when movies want to portray themselves as realistic and they come off as so far from that. Like, cause that skews everyone's opinion of or everyone's view of that time period. At least I would say most people's, right? And that's yeah. the problem with the Revenant and the problem with the Hurt Locker. A bomb squad guy like that, like, is in um, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Like halfway through the movie, picks up a 50 caliber sniper rifle, like, and just shoots some dude while like he's standing up and like headshots some guy like a mile away. What? No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> It's
1: stupid. Wait, is that in the hurt locker? Yeah, that is. Or in the are you hurt locker? thinking about American Sniper? No, no, no,
0: no. that's <laughs> that's I I like actually looked at that scene up before the okay, recording to, to make uh. sure um, American Sniper is a good movie. Yeah. Um, no, like this dude who's like not trained as a sniper, like th- this is right. one of my mini gripes with this movie like and this is I think a perfect example of the problems with this movie is this guy who's not a sniper, like, picks up, like, a really big so, fifty caliber like, sniper I rifle. I got this. Yeah, and just, like, right. shoots Probably. some dude a mile away. So
2: is your issue the the realistic inaccuracies? Is there yes. there's just too many for you to, like, accept your suspension of disbelief?
0: It, it, it goes so far beyond my suspension of disbelief. It makes the movie, like, unenjoyable to the point where I get upset and can't make arguments. <laughs>
1: it sound, sounds like it's infuriating to
0: <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yes. Um... That's yeah, fun, though. That's, that's my problem with The Hurt Locker. Um, also, I think it's kind of... Mm-hmm. It's not poorly acted, but it's... like I think that only Jeremy Renner is like good at acting in that movie. I think everyone else is kind of like, okay.
1: <laughs> well, I did happen to take... I jotted, jotted down a couple of the, of the movies that were nominated for Best Picture that year. So maybe I'll just list off a couple I think that, in my opinion, also probably should have won Best okay. Picture yeah, yeah. above The Hurt Locker. Okay. Now, I also think that so this is 2009 and i think this is either the year that they expanded it the is. best picture it is 2009 was Canada. the
0: year they like doubled the size of it yeah
1: because so it went from 5 to 6 or 5 to 10 movies at yeah. least so avatar did
0: uh, n- uh, n- Hurt oh, Locker may better than the maybe maybe uh, better but, than Avatar. But what I'm maybe. saying,
1: okay, that's fine. I'll accept that. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Avatar, but like it r- still remains, to the yeah. best of my knowledge, the only film that was built for 3D from the ground up.
2: Yeah, that's like true. and it's right. a, it's and a, it's, a, it's a, one of the most uh, highest grossing movies. It's
1: really pretty. Uh, District Nine. So good, amazing movie.
2: Oh
0: god, I love District Nine. Precious. Good movie. Great movie. Inglorious Bastards. I love Tarantino. Yeah. I'm a little bit biased. Yeah. So. And then
1: two <laughs> movies with the with the word up in the title. Number one is just up.
0: <laughs> up is great. Amazing which, you me. know, people... It's awesome people, that that movie was nominated, too.
1: Yeah, people just, you know, tears after the f- right. first scene. I, I or don't one.
0: know anyone that doesn't like that movie.
1: Yeah,
2: it really, like, transcended the animated, like, age gap, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. a lot of movies have a hard time
1: in that genre. Yeah. Cars, and then...
0: Cars 3, I think, uh, is the only other one that does that well.
1: Cars 3? I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then Up in the Air with George Clooney. And, uh, which I haven't seen. Yeah. I also haven't yeah, seen it. It's fine. I mean, I don't think that's the best picture, but I mean, District th- nine. those are good movies. District you know? 9
0: and Glorious Bastards.
1: I think that was a really, I, was, I think it was a relatively strong year for movies. Yeah. I mean, that, that, right. that list is pretty good, right? Like and I, Hurt Locker 1. And Hurt Locker 1. Right. So that was
0: on my list as well. My other overrated movie, and this was going to be. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, is Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. No, I don't. It I, way I, back. I, yeah, I don't think uh, 97. I think maybe well, earlier. Mm, 95. I can look it up. It's it's all pulled up right here. Um. All
1: right. Maybe it was 97. 95.
0: 94. <laughs> 94. Ooh, uh, Titan- wow. Titanic was 97, also overrated. We're not going to get into that one. Titanic sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Um, uh, I will
1: say, though, that just real quick on Titanic. So, I used to work at a movie theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these movies were around that time. And Titanic was one of those movies that um, people would brag to their friends oh, yeah. about oh. how many times they've seen Titanic. That's so funny. To and me. I believe it's like a, it's at least right. a three hour long movie. It's like right. a three hour and 10 minute long movie. And so I just remember like people coming in and being like I actually I used to um poll my classes and I'd say how many people have seen Titanic and I'm like hands in the air how many people say seen Titanic twice and then you know maybe Three one well, maybe like one or two hands go down and then eventually we get up into like 10 wow. 11 12 and like uh you know some girls like oh it's at least you know 20 times I've seen this I'm like you realize that's you know, 60 hours of your life that uh, has That's been crazy. spent on the same movie.
0: So, yeah, Forrest Gump. Okay. All right, t- tell me about Forrest What's Gump. What's the issue? What uh, else was nominated that year, by the way? Pulp Fiction was nominated that year. Okay. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption was nominated that year. Mm, strong year. Uh, four Weddings and a Funeral mm,
1: yeah. and mm-hmm. Quiz Show. I don't know what Quiz Show is, but... Um, also really good about the Quiz Show scandals back in the 1950s. Oh, Okay. Really? Interesting, okay. The guy, they, they, it was like this. They, You know, like us, we all right. got headphones on. They would put them in, uh, like, Tubes or whatever, and then feed them questions, and they'd have to answer oh. a, a quiz show. But what they were feeding this super champion the answers in his oh, headphones. Okay. I see.
0: Um, okay, starring so, John Turturro. So, so Forrest Gump. I, I get why people like this movie. I really do, and I don't think that it's necessarily a bad
1: movie. Totally unrealistic, though. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it sets that. He's preced- essentially <laughs> Superman. It is. It sets that precedent. It sets that precedent that it shouldn't be taken as a realistic movie. This where... is not the
1: first movie to do that, though. But, 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 but okay. okay, I the mean, Rev- we The it.
0: Revenant sets the precedent well, uh, that it should be realistic. All right, all right.
1: We, uh, we, Just tell me about Forrest Gump. <laughs> Sorry to bring I did it. I did I, it. I brought it. I, I, it. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have done it.
0: Um, I don't know. I think Forrest Gump's a little overrated. I, I just because it's kind of, I don't know. It just, it's, it's just not that interesting to me. I, I, it's really more of a personal thing. I, I think that it's just okay. <sighs> Well I have no defense <laughs> for that
2: I I, I I think I might be able to articulate it a little bit better yeah. maybe you feel the same way um I do think Forrest Gump is a good movie but I, I I think the frustration you have is it's kind of like a buffet of a movie
3: yeah
0: yeah it's kind
2: of like hey, if you're getting bored here here's Forrest as like a kid and like here's the struggles he went through in that like time of his life he they go through uh bubba Gumps right yeah all of these are very like iconic different like scenes there's kind of something for everyone there. But does it do one thing perfectly? No, but it does a lot of good things. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's the Jack of all trades, Master of None.
1: But for that, for the, so that came out in 94. Yeah. That was the nostalgia film. For all the people that had experienced okay. all those major historical events, right? Right. right? That's like right now going back. That's like Forrest Gump is Which to also... 1994 what Ready Player One is. for okay. this year. We're going so back and reliving Ready, all these important. Ready
2: Player One looks yeah. bad to me. So haven't seen Forrest it. Forrest Gump is we didn't start the fire in movie format.
1: That's actually uh, that's a good take, Paul. Yeah, that is nice. okay. Yeah. Paul, that's yeah. your best take of the day. Good Thanks. job, Paul. Thanks, for I, I you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, for Gold sure. Star for Gold Star for Robot
0: <laughs> Boy. We've uh, we've been yelling over Paul Coin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um okay so that's why i think I, I mean like i think pulp fiction is just absolutely amazing and i think that also um
1: um um, um is pulp fiction your favorite tarantino movie i don't want to do a full uh, tarantino oh. no it's not okay all right jackie brown is um
0: yeah hot the, take. yeah it is a hot it take. it is a hot take i know uh all right. tarantino movies way is better than uh forrest gump uh okay my two snubs were ladybird
3: Okay. I can't yeah. believe
0: not only and not because it didn't win Best Picture, although I think it could have win, won one. It didn't win
1: a single Oscar. Yeah, that's that was actually kind of surprising to me. Too.
0: It was nominated for like nine or ten. It didn't win any. That movie is amazing. Yeah, that movie, nice. I, I'm I, like, I don't even. It's weird how I relate to that movie while having nothing in common with it. It's well, a, it's really well Well, don't well worry, done. Joey.
2: What we learned from this podcast is that they'll award them later. Yeah, that's true. There is the econo- economy of awards. Well as long as they keep you know she
1: keeps making movies. Yeah, yeah that's true. Fair. Um
0: what's uh, 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 um the the director is,
1: what is the, what's the director's name? Um, I was getting so bad with names. There used to be a time when I was like right on top of right. knowing everybody and blah blah blah. But Greta, Greta Gerwig. Great. Yeah, I was going to say Greta but I was like oh, I didn't want to be I didn't uh, want to seem foolish
0: so-
1: on the podcast, a foolish <laughs> podcast. So
0: my my other I know we're coming down. We're coming down. We're coming to the end here. My other snub is Whiplash.
2: Yeah. Oh Whiplash. I, I agree sweet. with that.
0: Whiplash mm-hmm. was up for
2: Best Picture. Who won in, that year. I, I don't know what year
1: it was. Was that? No, that was Birdman. Oh maybe Birdman it was. Won yeah, that you're that. right. I think you're right. Birdman. We've
2: all seen Whiplash.
1: No, I have not. I see. So yeah, it was it was uh 2014. Um Whiplash Wh-
2: is
0: so good. It's, f- it's 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 I don't care about drumming right. at all
2: but i feel like it captures the subject matter in a very like interesting way i mean what other like musical uh not musical that's the wrong music word. based movie yeah yeah well not music based movie because there was also like musicals la la yeah, la yeah, and yeah. all that but um uh, that Am- captures raw instruments like that amadeus okay i've not seen and, that
0: and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's about Amade- mozart amadeus oh, is not a very good uh, recording program no? Oh well it's hot take. Just, hot, <laughs> that's more not of a, a sick burn. Not <laughs> a hot take. Don't use Amadeus people. Um But yeah, uh Whiplash is really good. It's okay, that movie feels like it's an hour long. That movie is an hour and forty five minutes long. It and which I think is a testament to like how good it is, how well paced it is. How well every shot deserves to be in there. It's really intense. That movie is more intense than The Heart Locker. Which,
2: I mean, (laughs) to draw like a a weird analogy, even, it it has the correct tempo, right? When you're doing drums, you can't. I mean, if you're escalating. J.K. Simmons, man. Like that guy. Every beat is hit in that movie.
0: Yeah. It's. I. I, again, I don't care about drumming in any way, and somehow that movie made me just so, so into it. it was, it's so well done. The performances, by, like the actual musical performances are also amazing, and it has nothing to do with the, like, amazingness of this movie in any way. It just adds to how good it is. The chemistry between the guy and the girl um, are amazing. The chemistry between J.K. Simmons and the the boy who's drumming are amazing. The acting is some of the best acting I've seen because it, it portrays, like... The subtleties of, like, being ham-fisted?
2: Right. And I know that's and, weird. And here's where I'll play devil's advocate, uh, because Ben has not seen this movie. Okay. Um, Joey has a real big issue, as we know, with uh, inaccuracies of reality. Yes, I do. I do. Um, but the actual main character gets hit by a bus while rushing <laughs> to get, like, his, like... His, his car gets hit by a bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he um, he gets his drumsticks and then goes to, to the practice bloody.
0: yeah. Um, I think that he, his car gets hit and it flips and like, instead of like, I think what's interesting though is it's not necessarily unrealistic cause like you can get hit by a, like a bus and then like, the bus wasn't flying. It was right, like, it, it was, it he, he ran away red a stop d-
2: sign. He also didn't stick around to get any insurance. There was no like police, like there's a lot of like inaccuracy like in that.
0: Yes, but I think what it's trying to portray in that moment is that like his commitment? And Ben's smiling. I'm just you waiting, smug I just, I'm just waiting you to say it. I'm just, smug. You know,
3: I'm just
1: waiting right. to say it kind of sounds like getting attacked by a bear <laughs> and then leaving right. the scene, you know?
0: Yeah, but like that movie does that a million times. Whiplash does it once.
1: Right. And it's. There's not a million bear, bear attacks yeah, in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: he does get shot. but he, there's, there's not a million one, bear attacks. But he gets shot, there might as well be, right? He gets shot by an arrow. He's running right. down a but, freezing river. He's getting attacked by tribes of Native Americans. I can keep going, Ben
2: but but you're willing to overlook it your suspension of disbelief is fine in that moment because, because that movie's way to better than the revenant
0: <laughs> that's okay, the you, end you of you this did... podcast everybody thank you for joining us this week on residual culture
1: let's uh, watch a trailer <laughs> let's watch a trailer let's do let's do emergent
0: culture all right we're going to watch we're going to watch a trailer for we'll something. be right back we'll be right back jeez i need to take a minute All right, we watched the trailer for uh, Ready Player One. I'm a little bit calmed down. <laughs> um, and I think we watched that because we referenced it when we were talking about Forrest Gump. Um, Paul, I liked what you had to say when we watched it, though, which is that you don't like watching trailers.
2: Yes. Why? Uh, I don't like watching trailers because there's a, the movies that I typically like, you should go into blind. Every Like um, Arrival, Annihilation, uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Uh, there will be blood. All of these movies—if you watch a trailer for—you'd go into it believing it's one thing, and then you'd be totally thrown off. Or I haven't seen most trailers for this, or it would give away that it's not the movie that you think it is.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair, and that's—I think that's really interesting and it's something to take into consideration whenever you watch a trailer.
1: I agree with that, and some trailers are are worse. Like for example, we talked about Mumford last last week, or yeah, and that tra- that trailer, like, that trailer gives away the whole thing. Yeah, you know, it's like you don't want to do that. Now, so, yeah, I agree with,
0: that. with that being said. Uh, Ready Player One doesn't look very good to me. <laughs> Here's
1: so uh, has anybody read the book? I have, yeah. You have, I have because I the I've, book
0: it, is like known as kind of being trash. Like yeah. it's kind of like really, really pandering. It's like yeah. uh, teen
2: adult, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just like yeah. really, it's just yeah. pop, pop. Right. Fashion, it's, um,
0: yeah, it's really pandering. I think pop sci-fi. Yeah, I I didn't actually finish the book, um, and there are really. Cool moments in the book because what's neat is so the, the, the it takes place in like a virtual world and then like when you like they go out of the virtual world and you find out who the people are in real life. Yeah. That's kind of a cool thing that they do. Uh that's pretty much it. Uh the rest of it is just like like the author will go into like three pages of like just like references.
1: So I think why this is gonna be why this number one I don't know if, I mean maybe it's People seem successful. to like this movie. It's out already. Yeah, and I think that this is a great movie for Hollywood because it gives them a chance to license all this other yeah. creative I mean, it's, it's, content, well, like so, Battletoads yeah. and Overwatch and Back to the Future. And
0: almost all the references in this movie are owned by a very via subsidiary of, of um, right. Warner Brothers. Uh, what's Time really Warner. interesting
2: is yeah. that in this movie, no, there's no Nintendo. Um, they didn't get a license from Nintendo, no, which too. is
1: Really strict. Which Uh, is interesting because Battletoads, right? I'm pretty sure there's a Battletoad in there. There is a Battletoad. I don't know which that's Nintendo. I think it's yeah, Warner Brothers games. Yeah. Something
0: probably. Um but yeah, it looks like it's just playing off of nostalgia and like that's what it's doing. Like people are gonna like this movie if they like nostalgia. I think nostalgia is cool and interesting, but I don't think that it alone makes a good movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Some nice dead space there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: get some good dead air. Um, I, I
1: basically agree with that. I was just thinking about um yeah, something else. But yeah. I agree with that, but I none of us have seen
2: the movie, so That's true. There definitely might be more to it.
0: There could be, yeah. It may be good. Maybe we'll watch it. Probably not.
2: I might go see it. I'm gonna I go see Isle see of it. Dogs
0: tonight. I'm excited about that.
2: Nice. I think I much rather watch Ready Player One than Isle of Dogs. Hot take. Hot take, Paul. All right. Uh that's because you don't like stop motion, right? Yeah. Okay. Which we don't need to get into right now.
0: But <laughs> anyway. No. Um, yeah, that was that. Uh Recommendations for next week. You're not going to be here next week, unfortunately. Nope. Although we did love your company. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, this has been fun, Paul.
3: Thanks, yeah, thanks it was, for joining. It was
2: great being on here. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sure. I enjoyed watching Joey get frustrated. <laughs>
1: That's okay. I poked him. I just, you know, but it's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I also, I definitely dug myself into several holes that I can't justify, which is fine. Um, there, are, some of my arguments I stand by. Some of them, uh, I don't.
1: You will have to re- listen to it again and say <laughs> get just. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if I'll recommend you listen to this episode again. Because it might just get you worked (laughs) up again. It might. Like PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Anyway, so for next week, we've decided to do something a little bit different, but we think it's going to be kind of fun. So uh, we're going to do one-hit wonders for next week. So we're going to talk about what makes a good one-hit wonder. Uh, We're trying to get a special guest on, and hopefully that'll work out. Um, So... uh, Anyways, so that person can come on, and then uh, you'll have to stay tuned to find out who that person is. Yeah. Uh, But anyways. We're going to
0: do a little bit of a different format next week.
1: Yeah, a little bit different. Um, So anyways, we're going to recommend One Hit Wonders to one another. Okay. And So this is the thing. I tried to go back to the 90s just because I thought. Oh, good. Me too. And maybe you know the song anyways. You went back to the 90s for your One Hit Wonder? Yeah. I'll probably know it, but maybe. Oh, not. you will.
0: Nice. No, you will one hundred percent know this. I didn't. I wasn't trying to get you a song that you didn't know.
1: Oh, I'm sure that you'll know this one too, anyways. Okay. But anyways, so the one I want you to watch or listen to the song. It's one song. One song. Yeah, the song is "New Age Girl" by Dead Eye Dick. Okay. Um, Pretty sure that's a one-hit wonder. Pretty right. sure,
0: but I'm not sure. So here's mine. It's, I I don't know why, <laughs> it's Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. All right. Nice. <laughs> that's my- uh,
1: I'll already tell you. Uh, not a one hit wonder because I, Vanilla Ice also did the soundtrack for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, Pure masterpiece. Y- my favorite movie. You know, yo, it's the green machine, gonna rock the town without <laughs> being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down, slamming the jam into the news kid sound? Ninja, ninja, rap, ninja. Thank ninja, you for listening rap. to this episode of Residual Culture. Go, uh, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. This has been Residual Culture. I'm Ben Birkenbein.
0: I'm Joey Lovato with guest paul marshall all right uh you can email us at residualculturepodcast at gmail.com
1: also find us on all all the social media by searching residual culture podcast and of course you can risk you can support the podcast on patreon by searching for Resid- residual culture podcast and pledging your support you get access to all sorts of bonus content um okay i've been joey lovato and i'm ben Birkenbun. get into it Optimism.